Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, this is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a really official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. Hello, my friend. It's so nice to be back in the studio with you, Kaysen. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) We had such an amazing weekend. Why don't you tell your listener what we did? Well, we went to the Titans game and got a dub. (laughs) High five to that. Yes, sir. So this past Sunday, it was the Titans versus the Colts in a huge division matchup, big rivals, as I like to call them, the I-65 rivalry. Mm -hmm. And um, very, very big game. And the Titans ended up winning 25 to 16. And uh, what kind of happened was Tennessee scored. It was then Indy scored, so it was 7-7. Then Tennessee scored again, and then Indy got two straight field goals, one to end the half, and then one after to make it a one-point game. Tennessee got the ball back and scored, got two points with Derrick Henry. and um, Oh, yeah, that two-point conversion. That was really cool to see. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. And then soon after, Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker for the Colts, uh, makes another one. So his third of the game and makes it a six-point game. But then the Titans go all the way back down the field. Even though they couldn't get a touchdown, they still get a very clutch field goal that seals the win. Uh, shout out to Randy Bullock. Yeah. Kaysen, what was your favorite play from the game? My favorite play was all the sacks the defense was putting up. They were all over Carson Wentz and... Yeah, shout out to the defense. Wow. Yeah, huge. They were very big in this game, and uh, shout out to Big Jeff and all those guys. I I think my favorite play was that two-point conversion. It really was because it was, you know, we were kind of expecting that field goal to come out, but then they lined back up, and then watching Derek just run right over everybody and run right into the end zone, that kind of happened sort of in front of us. Right there um, in the south end zone. Yeah. Um, that was that was a pretty big play, as as you said. And that, again, helped seal the victory for the Titans. Mm-hmm. One thing I found in just reading over different things on Twitter after the game and whatnot, uh, according to Corey Curtis from Nashville's WESH Channel 2 News, This was Coach Mike Vrabel's first win over the Colts at Nissan Stadium. That's that kind of shows just how big of a of a victory this is. Also, um, coming from like a team standpoint, Mm -hmm. we all know Mike Vrabel has beaten the Colts in the past, and then, um, but never here. So that's that's really good. Actually, um, a lot of the previous coaches uh, for the Titans have struggled to beat Indianapolis at home. That's just kind of been how it's been for the last decade. But I think that streak just stopped. Absolutely, it did. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to mention about this past Sunday's game was, you know, we talked about it in the last episode about the Euler Tribute Week. Yep. It was really cool because the, some of the former uh, Houston Oilers players were up here and they went to the practice that the Titans had on Friday. And Warren Moon, he's probably one of the most recognizable names in the later part of the Oilers franchise, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Um he was asked a question by Teron Davenport on uh, Friday during the press conference that they had, and I wanted to just play what he said when when Teron asked him about who should wear the old-school Oilers jerseys. Would it be the Texans or the Titans? 
And this is what Warren had to say. I'd have to say here, I'd have to say uh, Nashville, Tennessee, uh, that's where our legacy went. Like, uh, like Curly was saying, it doesn't matter where you are, we're still all connected. And uh, I'm just glad that, uh, that Amy kind of reached out to, to all the players and, and gave them a, a place that they can call home now. Because for a long time, especially guys who only played for the Oilers, really didn't have a place that they could call home. Really, they could have a place where they could come back for an alumni weekend or come back and, and uh, you know watch the team practice or whatever. But she's done that now by reaching out, not only this year, but the last couple of years. We've had some functions in Houston, and now she's actually brought everybody here to Nashville. And uh, I'm sure all these guys are very, very grateful about it, especially the guys who never played for another organization but the old. So straight from Warren Moon's mouth, he believes that definitely the Tennessee Titans deserve to wear the old school Oilers jerseys. Yeah, um, as he said, it just kind of gave the players a new home. And just kind of just build built a new legacy. Yeah, well, in in building off of the one that Miss Amy Adams Strunk's dad created when he created the Houston Oilers. So shout out to Teron Davenport, also known as TD, from ESPN for that audio clip. And you can follow TD and all of his fantastic work on Twitter at T Davenport underscore NFL and on Instagram at Davenport underscore NFL. And I'll be sure to put links in the show notes for both of those channels. It was uh, really cool to see all of the um, old school Love You Blue, all the cool things that the Titans had, even the cool graphics that they had during the game, the really retro, um, what do you call it, like news clips? Uh, I mean... Highlights. Uh, Highlights. (laughs) I couldn't even think of the word. Yeah. Really cool old school highlights. I don't know. It was was awesome. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to just give a shout out to Nissan Stadium. They have installed a very cool, an inclusive security system where you can literally just walk through. I have an implanted medical device. I have an implanted cardioverter defibrillator, also known as an ICD, and it will shock my heart back to life or shock me back to life rather. And uh, next month, I will be celebrating 24 years Wow! with my device. I know. That's crazy. It is. And it saved my life several different times. But with these devices, I and people that have implanted devices, we can't go through a metal detector because it will set it off. And then you, so you have to be hand searched. And so this past Sunday's game was the first time I've ever been able to just walk straight through and be just like everybody else. Because in the past, I've kind of held up the line, you know, while they, while I have to go around or I'm uh, pat down and they're trying to figure out what I'm saying if I'm holding up my metal, um, my medical ID card. Anyway. Many thanks to Nissan Stadium, to the Tennessee Titans, Miss Amy Adams-Strunk, and Evolve Technology for having this state-of-the-art security system uh, installed so that makes the experience for everyone attending any sort of event at Nissan Stadium just that much more accessible. So, way to go, guys. Shout out to Nissan Stadium. Yes. Um, here's some Titans trivia from Sunday's game. From NFL on CBS, Ryan Tannehill completed 18 of 27 passes for 197 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions on Sunday's 25-16 win over the Colts. He also rushed five times for 56 yards in the second half 
Tannehill used his legs on a season-long 28-yard rush. Ten wheels. I know, right? And found reserve halfback Jeremy McNichols for a 10-yard touchdown pass, helping clinch a second straight win. And when he was being interviewed for the, after the game, he said he didn't even know he had a career-high game day rushing. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> but for him to run 28 yards? Uh... That reminds me of the, the time when they played the Packers on Sunday Night Football. It was snowing, and he just took it to the house himself mm-hmm. running. That was really cool. Yeah. It was. Uh, but didn't he say something in the press conference where he didn't slide very well on one of those runs? I can't remember which one. Uh, I don't remember which one either, but I... Yeah, I he said he was probably going to hear about it from Coach Vrabel, so... Yeah. Hopefully he didn't get too bad of a talking to. Yeah, every time he he decides he's going to run, I just... I brace myself because I don't want anybody to break our quarterback. He almost... Uh, in the Seattle game, he slid funny in one slide. It was like a... Near near the end of the fourth quarter was pretty. Yeah. Well, it didn't look very comfortable. I'm just, I'll just say that. Yeah, but thankfully he's good, and uh, he had a really great game on Sunday. Yeah. What's next? From our friend Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com, here's some cool statistics about our running back Derrick Henry, aka the King. Oh yeah. These are from the first three games in 2021 compared to the first three games in 2020. In 2021. Derrick Henry has had 80 carries for 353 yards, 4.4 yards average per carry, and three touchdowns, also 12 catches for 105 yards. That's impressive. Yeah. In 2020, he had 82 carries for 319 yards, 3.9 yards average per carry, two touchdowns, also five catches for 26 yards. Big difference. Yeah, I would say he's on a... He keeps getting better and better and better. They, from what I hear from different analysts on the radio and um, different places, television, they say that running backs typically slow down the more they play. But Derrick Henry is just built different. Yeah. He's, it's like he's from another planet. <laughs> and we're so glad he's on our team. Oh, man. That's some good stuff right there. It's crazy that that was three games. That was just the first three games this year and comparing the first three games last year. So, And we just found out that Derrick Henry won the Angry Run Scepter from Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football. High five to that. Yes. I don't even know what number that is, but according to Kyle Brandt, uh, I think Derrick has a collection of them, almost as many awards as what he said was similar to Meryl Streep. I don't know. It's a really funny joke. You got to Google it and look up this really hilarious video. You love Good Morning Football, right? If you didn't have school every morning early at the same time it was on, you would totally be watching it all the time. Yeah, I would. And I think we have more about King Henry right now. Here's our NFL football fast fact. The most rush attempts over the last two weeks from different running backs across the league. Derrick Henry with 63. Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals with 38, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers, and Peyton Barber of the Las Vegas Raiders are tied at 36. Finally, Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns with 33. So Derek has just about doubled. His his rush attempts are doubled what these guys are. And this is throughout the whole league, right? Yeah, it is throughout the whole league. What, just watching him play, yeah, that's why they call him the king. Yeah. And now it's time for Mr. Jim Wyatt's 
Bridges Report, brought to you by your mom. <laughs> don't put that in, please. <laughs> please don't put that in. I'm putting that in. That's hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. This is Jim White of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's Britches Report is Navy jerseys and white britches. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty cool combination. Yeah. I'm totally ready to see it. I like that they're using more of the white britches. It's a really cool combo. I like the navy over that white. I think it'll look nice. Shout out to Mr. Jim Wyatt, as always, for giving us that britches report. Um, He sent that audio clip to us and I just kind of put it together every week based on the combinations. Um, But yeah, it's kind of fun to have it like that. You can find Mr. Jim Wyatt on TennesseeTitans.com with all of the amazing Titans content that you could ever want to consume. You can also find him on Twitter and Instagram at JWyattSports. And I'll be sure to have a link in the show notes. According to our friend Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter and Instagram, I'll have the link in the show notes. Um, the Titans are 30 and 20 at home in this combination, and on the road, they are 8 and 8, and they are about to be 9 and 8, in my opinion. Um, and overall, they are 38 and 28. The first game in this combination was actually played on September 12th in 1999, and that was against Cincinnati, and the Titans won by one. Also, another fun fact, it's only been worn one time since the redesign, and that was unfortunately a loss to Cincinnati last year on the 1st of November, but this is a new year, and... I'm hoping that we see a win in this combination. Shout out to Titans Uni for the very fun facts. Now it is time for one of my favorite segments in the show. It's the 7th graders forecast. And Kaysen's keys to the game. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you never laugh at my sound effects anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for humoring your mom. Go ahead. Um... So we our upcoming opponent is a team that has struggled the last few years, the New York Jets. We're going to be playing, actually, not fun fact, not in New York, but in New Jersey. So that'll be weird. How is it weird? Because, I mean, they play, they, they're called the New York Jets, and yet they play in New Jersey. Yeah, but they've been doing that for a long time. It's just, it just seems weird. I don't know why. They should just call, it the, New, call them the New Jersey Jets <laughs> and the New Jersey Giants because they share MetLife Field. Yeah. Yeah. Even though New York has struggled these last few games, mm-hmm. they uh still should not be taken very lightly as even though this is last year, they still beat up on some really good teams. They beat up the Rams and the Browns last year, if you don't remember. Which yeah, so I think the Titans should not see this as like a really easy win. They should still like definitely try and um give it they give it their all. They I mean they give it their all every game, so but just give more. They should do that every game, no matter who they're facing or how they've been these last few games. Here's my here's my first key. Hold on a second. So what do you think um, would be how they could try more? I don't know. Like maybe definitely like the defense get aggressive, getting aggressive. The offense also getting pretty aggressive. Um, that's definitely a key to victory. Do you think that there was 
something that stood out from this past Sunday's game that they could improve upon and bring that to the game against the Jets? Yeah. Um, I think Tannehill, um, he should like maybe try and air the ball out a little more because if you saw those, those two picks in the game, uh, they were not really pretty. So I think he should definitely try and air the ball out more. For your mom, what does air the ball out mean? Get it, like, have it go longer distances. Okay, thank that's you. What, since I'm a quarterback, that, that's what it means. Okay, thank you. But, yeah, and also the secondary uh, needs to get on the receiver, those Jets receivers a lot more and have those Jets uh, crash. <laughs> I just got that. That was, that's funny. Not funny? Funny. Yeah, it was funny. Funny. <laughs> I'm very funny. I'm a, comedi- <laughs> I'm a comedian. Oh. Yeah, I think you are. So here's my first key. It is aggressive line. Okay. This is for both offense and defense. The, even though the Jets, uh, they, they have struggled on both all O-line and D-line, they they still um should be getting up in their faces and be like, hey, we're, we want to win. Definitely need to be uh, making their blocks. Um, and defense, just getting through those holes and taking down Zach Wilson, who is their rookie quarterback, uh, got them in the second round. Um, yeah, I mean, I see this as a really big opportunity for the defense because he's, a, I mean, Zach Wilson's a rookie. Um, he's still learning everything. So I definitely see this as an opportunity for the defense to take advantage of. And the offense, there's still some, this This is a really young Jets team. So I think that um, they the, the team should really just take advantage of this and uh, see this as an opportunity to beat up the Jets. Do we have a former player up there right now? Uh, Yeah, we do. Corey Davis. Listener, if you're uh, finding our show new this season and you're unfamiliar with the Titans from last season, he was one of our wide receivers and... Um, he went up to the Jets in the off season, so it'll be cool to see him play. I really enjoyed watching him play when he was here, and um, but it'll be weird. I it think. will be a little strange seeing yeah. him in a Gotham green uniform. That's mm-hmm. what they call it. Yeah. My second key is T I T A N S Titans Titans Titans. <laughs> um, nice. Um, I it's for the offense. Um, I want to see Derrick Henry uh, running over those Jets defenders. Um, that's going to be um, an, a nice sight to see, even if it will be watching it on TV. It'll still be pretty cool. But I, I want to see Derrick Henry mad. I want to see him running all over those guys, carrying the Titans on his back, pretty much. And I also want to see Tannehill throw some dimes, all those Titans receivers, make him some great snags. Yeah, just T-I-T-A-N-S, Titans, Titans, Titans. <laughs> if you don't get that, it's the Jets fans do a J-E-T-S, Jets, oh, Jets, Jets. that was so good. I was like... That's really clever. Oh wait, what? Yeah, that's a, that was good. I like it. Yeah, um, definitely you'll hear that a lot if you go to New York slash New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> All right, listeners. So if you're headed up there or you live up in that area um, and you're a Titans fan, Kaysen has created a new cheer. So I like it, and I am here for it. Yes. High five to that. So my final key is four and one. This is I see this as a really big opportunity to again to beat up on a small Jets team who struggled again, but they should not be taken lightly. Jets are a team that has not had success. The Titans have. So let's let's get some of that um, going. Let's, uh, let's get a dub. And if you're going to the game or if you live, as Mom said, in the um, New York slash New Jersey area, go out there and support your Titans. 
Um, they need to hear it. I want to see a lot of blue and not a lot of that ugly Gotham green. <laughs> like, really, no. Tell us how you really feel. About what? <laughs> About the green. <laughs> it, it's it's very tasteless. I okay. Mean, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I think those are all excellent keys. The forecast, spot on. Shout out to Ola Adeni and uh, Nick Westbrook-Akina and Jeremy McNichols, along with Taylor Lewan and Brian Tannehill. Gosh, our defense. Really just giving a shout out to all of the Titans players. On Sunday's game, we had a lot of injuries, but specifically A.J. Brown. He was injured early in the game on Sunday, and he's now going to be week to week. So we're sending healing energy and thoughts to AJ, to all the guys out there really every week just crushing it and fighting to get to the Super Bowl, sending all that positive energy to them. Yes. Now we want to do our listener shout out. We have another person that has found us, literally. We're going to give a shout out to Anthony Johnson from Nashville, Tennessee. We met him on Sunday at Nissan Stadium after he recognized us from Instagram. That's, Can you believe that? It I was, cannot believe it. It was crazy. He said, oh, y'all are from the podcast. And we were like, yeah. Um, he, he even asked to take a picture with us. And so we just absolutely had to give him a shout out. He's a follower of the show. And we're grateful for you, Anthony, for taking the time to say hi to us. We also want to thank you, listener, for tuning in every week. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. Send us a message there and let us know where you're listening from. And you could get a shout out from us on a future episode. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up and be Tennessee tough. Oh, <laughs>